What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, Chris, what are we, two weeks out now from the draft? Uh, rumors are flying all over. Uh, players are rising and falling, really, for yeah. no apparent reason. And, and, and rising and falling in, in the media and fans. Who the hell knows? I, I, they're probably pretty stagnant on, on uh, everybody's boards, but... um. You know, it's going to be very interesting to see, uh, you know, what what the Giants do and, and what they're thinking first round. And you know, it was funny. Somebody asked me today, like, where do you think they go? And I'm like, I, dude, I don't know. It's, we're picking 25th. I, it's, so much can happen before. It's, you know, it's best player available. It's are they looking at a position? I, I would imagine it's best player available. But like I said, the, these were easier to kind of guess when you're picking in the top 10. When you <laughs> drop down to 25, it's a good thing because your team's good. But also, um, you know, you, it, it's it's more of a a crapshoot with regard to guessing for on our part. So, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know sure you was done. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, yeah. So, so what do you do? Is that you kind of try to okay? So, you think about the draft and you say, well, what did they do in free agency? And that kind of maybe dictates what they're going to do in the draft, right? So, let's take a look what the Giants did in free agency. Um, did they go? Wide receiver in free agency. Um, yeah, they they signed Paris Campbell. Yeah. It's a one-year deal. Right. Basically, okay, let's see if you can stay healthy. If you have a big year for us, we'll talk next year. They signed Jamison Crowder. Who knows if he's even going to be on the 53. They signed Jeff Smith, special teams guy. He's going to make it special teams. So you look at that position and say, okay, did they really address that? Well, not really. And I'm, 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 not, I'm talking about a big sign, right? Right. So you look at that position. Okay, so where did they go? Well, they went defensive line in a pretty decent signing, right? And obviously the big guy signing was Bobby Okurike to try to show up the run defense. And they made a big splash when they traded for Darren Waller. Right. So you look at the free agents and what they did. I'm not, folks, I'm talking about a splash signing. I'm not talking about medium you know, one, two-year guys. I'm talking about a splash sign. Bobby Okurike was a splash signing. Darren Waller was a splash trade. Nunez Roches was a pretty decent sign to show up. So you look at that, what they did in free agency, you say, okay, well, what are they going to do in the draft? Well, you look at it and say, well, you figure wide receiver is still going to be in the, on their radar at 25. Right. And you look at these visits, Okay, you look at these visits with these players. What position you think led with all their visits? Jerry. Wide receiver. Not even close. Wide receiver by far. Yeah. Zay Flowers, a kid they visited twice. Yep. I have it right down I have it down here. Unless I'm wrong, he's the only one they visited twice. Okay? So you look at the other position. Okay, so wide receiver. What's the other position on his team they didn't even address? Free agency. Guard. Center. Offensive line. Right. 
right? Yeah. And, 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 you know, they go out, they sign this guy you know, uh, from the Steelers the other day. He's an in-depth guy, you know. And I see people like, oh, well, we got a center. Uh, yeah, right. He's not a pencil guy. Well, what do you mean by that, Chris? Well, I mean by a pencil guy is that you sign a guy and go, okay, pencil him in. Yeah. Bobby O'Currake is a guy, okay, pencil him in. Okay? So they didn't address the offensive line. I'm talking about address the offensive line free right. at all. So you're right. going to look at 25 and you say to yourself, well, it's going to depend who they have on the board and who's off the board. To me, Jerry... It's going to be offensive line if this kid, uh, uh, John Michael Schmitz, is there. Or it's going to be a wide receiver if they have a Zay Flowers rated ahead of him. Right. Or Joe gets aggressive and say they really like Flowers. And look, to me, two visits in, they, they want to get know the kid more. Yeah. And if they see a kid, to me, by the time they draft or around they draft, JSN is going to be off the board. Um, either Jordan Addison or Quinton. Johnson are going to be off the board, depending what teams like what. And then you're going to see, like, if they're not, if one of them's still there, does Joe get aggressive, really like a Jordan Addison? Does he really like a Zay Flowers? Does he really like a Quinton and gets aggressive and thinks, you know, two the teams in front, a couple of teams in front, one might draft him? You got to be careful for the Cowboys. You got to be careful for somebody behind them. Um, not necessarily the Cowboys, but somebody behind them to try to jump them for one of these kids. What do they have him rated at? But right now, dude, as we sit here on April, whatever the hell we are, April 11th, um, I'm thinking wide receiver, and I'm thinking offensive line. That is going to be their priority at 25. And you look at these other visits, right? I was going Before you do that, Chris, yeah. could they go guard there as well? Because they didn't, or, or are they so high on Azudu that you just think it's going to be center? I'm just curious. What well, here's are. the thing, Jerry. Uh, I think they like Azudu. Azudo, whatever you say, uh, however you say, um, do they have a guard graded out in a first round town? That's going to be the question. And, uh, dude, I'm not sitting in that room yeah. with these scouts. I can't give an educated answer right. on that. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm pretty sure they got the center, John Michael Schmitz, as a first round town. But do they have a, a who knows? I think they're going to have a lot of guys in the second round town, Jerry, guys mm -hmm. like Luke. Whipple, yeah, uh, Wipler, uh, yeah, guys like yeah. Avila. Yep. Uh, I think the other kid from Florida is going to be off the board by the time they go to twenty. By the time twenty-five picks, you think? Okay. I think. Here's what I'm thinking: mm -hmm. the kid from Florida is going to be off the board. Yeah. The kid Schmitz might still be on the board. Okay. Now, if they go to twenty-two and this kid Schmitz is still on the board, does Joe get aggressive and try to move up and get his offensive lineman? I don't know. Do they do it to full wide receiver? I don't know. We're going to find out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But, you know, you're looking at these visits. Offensive line, they only had a few guys they visited with. Yeah. They had more running back visits. And, folks, I'm going to tell you this right now. The Giants are drafting a running back yeah, in the mid-rounds. matter of when, right. They're going to draft a running back in the middle rounds. Yeah. And this draft, I looked at all these kids, dude. You could get a pretty good back in the fourth round, yep. fifth round. Yeah. A real good back in the third round because here's the story. Um. Saquon Barkley, will be, he will be playing for the Giants this year, right? He's going to report. I don't know if he's going to skip OTAs, but he'll be there, Saquon, okay? He's right. going to sign a tag. He's not happy right now. Okay, I get it. Um, and I understand. You know, it's a business. But, dude, I reported this at the end of the year, and it was true. They weren't that far off number-wise. Jerry, keep this in mind. Pre 
free agency. Right, right, before the market just bottomed out. They weren't far off number-wise. Right. They were pretty close. And they were heading towards getting something done. Yeah. There was, don't get me wrong, there was, a, you know, there was some space between the numbers. And I know with Saquon, I know, you know, all that. There was something, you know, a little distance there, a little space. They had to work out, try to come to the middle. And then free agency happened, my friend. And if you think Joe Shane was kidding when he said, well, that offer's off the board now. It's off the board. Now, the Giants will go up to a certain number. What's the number, Chris? Well, probably around 12 from what I'm hearing. Maybe. If that, and that's up to Joe Shane now. Okay? Um, but I don't even think Joe's going to go there anymore with Saquon. I got to be honest with you. The free agent market destroyed Saquon. Destroyed him. Yeah. I mean, he should be happy he got the $10 million. He'll sign the tag, and we'll see what happens down the road with Saquon. They will, the Giants, John Mara and Joe, will probably go to a certain number still. Yeah. It might not be the number Saquon wants or Saquon and his agent, who a lot of agents misread this market, dude, and right. hurt their clients. Julian Love is one of them. Yeah. Julian Love's agent, who I think was Rosenhaus, not 100% in that. I got to look that up. Told Julian he was going to get this. He wasn't getting that. The Giants gave him an offer, dude, that he wished he had back. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay? Yeah. So Julian moved on. It's unreal. It's This is the way the game is. Okay, now Saquon, we'll see what happens, but he's going to play on the tag. The point being is that we don't know what's going to happen with Saquon in the future. I'm just telling you that right now, it, folks. It's unreal, isn't it? Like, he gets an offer. It's like, you know, you, you got to be careful, right? Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You get a decent offer. Or maybe it's an offer that's a little less than you think. But then this happens, and it's, wow, the wow, the, the market bottomed out for running yeah. backs. And, yeah. and now this is where we are. And, and you know, the 12 and a half or whatever the deal was is off the table, and you don't know what they're going to do now. It's just unbelievable, the timing of it all. Nothing's Jerry, changed other than the market dropping. That's that, it. Jerry, it's like, you know, investing in you. You're in the stock yep. market a little yep. bit. It's like investing in a blue chip stock, and you think you're good. Yep. And then all of a sudden, boom, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's what happened to Saquon in the running back market. I mean, I think Miles Sanders got like $6 million a year, and he's yeah. a good back. Now, he, yeah. Saquon's better than him. I'm not that's saying right. he should get $6 million. But he's Saquon, quality. He's a quality back. He's a quality back, and, yeah. but, and Saquon is better than him. Right. But Saquon is not – wasn't getting – as soon as free agents started, started yeah. and you saw the way the market was, yep. he wasn't getting the number he thought he was going to get. Okay? Yeah. So we'll have to see what, how that, you know, we're going to have to see if he shows up, OTAs, manic, mandatory minicamp. Um, I believe Saquon will show up at mandatory minicamp down the road in June. He yeah. might skip the OTAs. I could see him doing that. I understand it. I get it. I, I think he'll sign. You know, they'll probably try to maybe still work on something. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but, you know, I think he will eventually will sign the franchise and will play for the Giants in 2023. I don't think there's any question about I don't think Saquon will hold out. No, I think Saquon will sign it and all that. And we'll see if a contract could get done. Just that the game changed for him when free agency started with the market. Okay? The tight ends yeah. who Deep. thought they were going to make big money, like the Gazekis of the world and guys like that. Yeah. Um, and then you see the running backs, like Saquon, who thought maybe even Miles Sanders, you know, they, they, they were going to make, I'm sure Miles Sanders went into phase, you think he might make a little bit more. Uh, it didn't work out, and that's the way it is. But getting back to the draft, um, the Giants had like five running backs in they visited with. Um, 
And I tell you, I don't think there's any question in my mind they're going to draft one in the middle rounds. And yeah. you probably could get a pretty good one because this could be Saquon's last year as a giant. Yeah. It's a fact. Yeah. It might not be, but it could be. And, and it's not a coincidence that you just named two positions that are that Syverson and Saratella both said are very deep in the draft, running back and it, tight they, end. It's very deep, dude. You know, so those markets for, for free agency dropped, and it's, well, you can probably get a quality one in the, you know, middle rounds for both positions. It's just funny, like, if you're Saquon, Chris, you got to be thinking, like, all right, I had a good offer. Now, here comes the Baltimore Ravens giving Odell one year, 18 million and overshooting everyone mm-hmm. for his market value. Now, that probably could be part of that is they got to lure Lamar Jackson back and get him interested again and, and you know, bring him back. Which he into is. The fold. Yeah. Right, right. But it, it's like if you're Saquon, if I'm Saquon, I'd be thinking, you got to be kidding me. Like two ACLs in the same knee. No one's offering more than, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight. I have no idea. 18 million one year. Holy cow, man. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. But whatever. Yeah, I, that that came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all knew Odell was gonna Odell was gonna sign with somebody, right? But when I saw, you know, the one year, I think it was fifteen, and another three with incentives. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. He could make eighteen million next year. You know, uh, I I was shocked. Everybody around the league was shocked with that one. But that's Baltimore. They're a pretty smart organization. They know what they're doing. So, uh, like you said, is it part of getting Lamar back? I mean, I would imagine that they feel pretty confident Lamar's going to be their quarterback next year if they're going to go out and sign Odell to that money. Yeah, okay. Right, exactly. I, and, and as far as Odell goes, I'm pretty sure he knows that Lamar's going to be their quarterback because I don't think he went into this saying, you know, uh, Tyler Huntley's going to be my quarterback. I'm happy with that. You know, right, but, right. or is it just strictly, hey, look at this money I got offered. I don't care if Jerry Foley's my quarterback. I got the money. Right, you know? right, 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 right. Could be. I right. get it. Listen, right. he's got two, two torn knees. Uh, two torn ACLs, and, and this is his last year. He could be saying, okay, I got my money, you know? Right. It's So, but the market destroyed a few people, positions. Um, right. And, and the Giants, it might, look, dude, when you get, there's going to be two kids out there. There's yeah. going to be two kids out there. This is Andre Miller and Tank Bigsby. I mean, they, yeah. they're probably going to go in the fourth round, third, fourth, maybe even fifth. Right. And these are quality players, bro. Yeah. These, yeah. Are, quali- these are quality players. You know? Yeah, uh, so and, I think that's. I think like the, you Giants, said, the Giants are going to take somebody. They're, they're going to pick uh, I a, think a running so. back. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. I I, I I think so. I think they're going to, uh, you know, and where do you have these kids on the offensive line graded out? For we know, we can only have one kid, and that's a Schmitzky graded as a first round talent. But, dude, either the first or second round, they're drafting an offensive lineman. But you like Whipler better than Schmitz, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, but you know, you know, but you know, I, we don't know what they're thinking, right? I get it. I don't know no, what they're I'm, thinking. You know, I don't yeah. know if they have him as a first. Round. Most people really don't have him. Maybe a late first, second round with that kid. Yeah. I love him, but yeah. that's me. You know, yeah. I don't yeah. know what the how the hell they have him rated out in the second round. But all I'm saying is, you know, if that kid is there at 57, right, go get him, right. But I'm not a, you know, I'm not next to Joe Shane seeing what they're seeing, right. So. But they did not dress. They did not address this offensive line, yeah, and as we sit here on April 11th, you cannot feel good about the interior of this offensive line. So they're going to have to address it in his draft. Okay. Yeah, and and how much do I trust? I, look, uh, we keep saying I, I trust Shane a lot, right? I, I, obviously, more than the um, his predecessor. But how high are they on a Zudu, right? Or are they eyeing someone in the first or second round? And they say, 
you know what, this guard or center is going to be there. We're going to, we're going to address it there. Um, you know, cause look, the, the behind Azudu, it's a bunch of huge question marks. Not that Azudu is not a big question mark, but you would think they're going to address it. You would think they're going to address it in the first or second round. Um, unless they just really are going to say, all right, here's the keys, Azudu, you're left guard. But I just think that's, that's a little insane, but I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking, man. Uh, I, I, Jerry, I'm pretty sure they're thinking we got to address this offensive line. Yeah. And, and I'm sure they will, you know, in the third, either third, fourth, fifth, one, six, whatever the hell it is. But I'm thinking first or second round. You know, yeah. in, this, in this second round, a lot of these kids, right. these offensive linemen, have second round grades, dude. Right. Uh, this solid second round talent, you know, yeah. and maybe two of them, maybe three are that first round grade. Yep. Obviously, the kid from Florida, um, what's his last name? Torrance. Uh, Torrance, you know, yeah. uh, obviously him and Schmitz are being graded as a first-round talent, you know. Yeah. And then there's a lot of second. So the Giants, if they go receiver in that first round, you're going to have to dress up. For, so I'm sure that either Joe's going to move up, be real aggressive in the second round, and get that kid he really wants for the offensive line. You know, that's yeah. because, you know, when you start getting into the fourth round, fifth round, you take an offensive lineman, well, it could work out. It might not. He might not be, you know, he might not be a day one starter. Most likely won't. You know, yeah. you're looking for that pencil kid, the kid you want to pencil in as a starter. And that first and second round grade, you know, talent uh, round talent is usually your, your guys that you could say, OK, we're going to pencil them in and let them not earn it, you know, yeah. because they haven't done anything to address this. It's it's and they lost two guys. Right. Right. You know, you lost a guy who could give you snap reps and Feliciano, a guy could give you some quality reps and Nick Gates. You lost guys. You know, and if you think the plan is for Ben Brennison to be center, to play center in 2023 in September, the first game, I mean, you, you, you've got to be out of your mind. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and, and not to mention, Chris, like, Glowinski was good last year. He was signed last year. He was, he was, he was good, but uh, you're going to want another uh, a fallback for him as well eventually. Who? You know? Who? Glowinski. Oh, Glowinski, yeah. You're going to want to – it's not like you have – I don't know. It's not like you have a, a – he's not a stud. He's a good He's a good guard, um, and he's going to be the starter this year. But you need a backup plan there. You need the, the next person. So I'm just saying it's not like you have a, a pro bowler at right guard. That's all. You don't have Andrew Tom, You don't have the Andrew Thomas that you have at left tackle at, at right guard here. So, Yeah, Jerry, and you got to remember something. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's, it's going to happen, but you also got to – you know, you got to hope the development of Evan Neal takes him to, to the next step. You know, right, right, uh, right, right. That's not a yeah. You know, we think not, it's going to happen, but it's not sure. We think it's right. going to happen. Yeah. Um. You know, he's working with Willie Anderson, who's probably going to Canton one day this off season. Yeah. yeah. And the kid's working hard. You know, he knows he has to work on some things. There's no yeah. doubt about it. He's working hard, and yeah. we hope he takes the next step. You know, yeah. like we saw with Andrew. You know. Yeah. Um. But if he doesn't take the next step, now you got you know a pretty decent right tackle. You know, but obviously the plan is. He's going to take that next step. And we expect him to take that next step. We really do. Yeah. You know, so that's the way I'm thinking, man. I see these visits. Dable's in on these visits with Shane. They like to meet up with these young guys. Mm-hmm. They like to see what the hell makes them tick. They like to look in their eyes. They like to ask questions. Dable's big on that. Big on that. Yeah. He's right. big on the relationships. He's big on personality. He's big on meeting these guys. Uh, he went to all these damn things. Combine, East, West, Pro, all these damn things. And he's big on this stuff, man. And... um. I just found an interest. Zay Flowers got a couple of visits. He's coming in. I think he came in today or tomorrow. He's coming in. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, they really like him. Um, but we'll see. So do you. Uh, 
You like him. Uh, I really like him, too. Um, yeah. So the way I'm thinking, Jerry, <coughs> excuse me, the way I'm thinking is that, you know, you look at all these visits, you look at, the, you know, what they did free agent-wise, and you figure wide receiver is still their target at 25, yeah. and offensive line is going to be two. Or corner. their offensive line is there at 25 that they want, and yeah. the wide receiver is in the second round. Yeah, right. You know, and then they'll, you know, um, that's the way I'm thinking right now. The way they attack free agency and looking at these visits and all that, uh, and all that and defensive line. Look, the edge linebacker, a lot of visits, man. Yeah. So you know, look, look, at that edge position too. It's pretty funny, right? Because the one guy who has a lot of talent, but he's been hurt, is that Aziz, yeah. right? Loaded, and the one kid they had in foot, the one kid they visited at the combine, who's pretty, is his brother, right? <laughs> Another edge guy, you know, right, right, right. Uh, you know, I'm talking about you know, third round, second round, whatever it might be, you know, not right. first round. I'm talking about you know, you see these linebackers they brought in, these edge guys, they brought in edge guys, they want to look at these kids, you know, they're talking to them. Uh, you know, you look at the edge spot right now, and it's Kayvon, and then you got Aziz who's been hurt, yeah. and then after that. You know, you got a couple of young guys, but no, you know, so, hey, will they go edge? Will they go linebacker in this draft? Edge guy? Yeah, yeah. Could definitely without question Eventually. seeing that, man. If the talent is there in the third round, I would think they – I mean, even if, if someone was there in the second that was just ludicrous that they fell, I would even think they might pull the trigger then, but probably third round, they'd probably be looking there. Uh, Chris, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to start taking a couple calls. Hang on one second, guys. Listen to the Giant Insider Podcast. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And we're back. Folks, you're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris. Nobody beats the biz, Bizzik Nine, and Jerry Foley. All right, dude, we got our first caller here, uh, Dominic Cagiano. I'm going to admit him in. See how this goes. It's always fun. It's always an experiment. Seeing how they come in. Well, taking a while. Dominic, you there? Let's <coughs> just chat. We're on chat too. Uh, looks like there's a chat as well. Dominic can't access, so we have our next. I never pronounce your name right, pal. Please correct me. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I no, I think I think you're pretty close. It's it's Abhijit. Okay, I wasn't that far off. Yeah, you're not that off. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? You've been a listener <laughs> for a long much, time. Man. 
How you doing? Yes, uh, since long time. Yeah, I always love it uh, listening to you guys. Always excited, and my kids are now used to with your voice. So you know, my I have a nine year, and uh, my daughter's nine, and my son's five. So every time I listen, and then um, the S word comes, like Daddy, he said a bad word. You know, so oh, it's God. a we're it's a best part. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Shows me, right? <laughs> but that's fine though. They they love it. So <laughs> they're like, oh, that's this right, is dude. The- Dude, I try. I try to catch myself. I really do. Listen, you're Italian. I'm Indian. We have a lot of things in common. So, you know, yeah, you know, it's tough to control ourselves. Exactly. You know, you do this. This is, you know what? This is in Italian, right? Yeah. uh, Right. This, you know what it's mean in Indian? Oh, I know what this, well, probably the same thing, right? No. Did you eat? Oh, oh, really? Well, this this can mean a lot of stuff for me. Exactly, right? Yeah. So it's good food, loud, you know, yeah. no filters, straight shooters. It's that, it's so that's so, what we're doing. It's sort of like forget about it. You can mean it about yeah, exactly. Ways. Forget about it. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. So I just want to quickly share a little bit of story. Like I, I grew up in India, right? So, yeah. um, I'm I'm not too far away from you, Jerry. Uh, I'm a couple of years younger than you. So the only way I could access and learn about giants is the first time my cousin visited in. I think it was early '90s. And he used to play Game Boy, um, mm-hmm. and he was playing the the NFL on it. And he's like, so I asked him, like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm playing um, football. I'm like, but they're not using any legs. It's it's all hand. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, it's called American football. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he was wearing a Giants jersey. So I asked about him, and he explained me the game. And then as a gift, he gave me the game. So I started playing and learned the game how, uh, that way. And then my other cousin who used to come every every year from U.S. to India. So he would get me the cutouts, and sometimes he would record the games. So that's how I learned wow, and became really? a Giants fan. And yeah, that's why I'm a big LT, fa- LT fan, because he can only access the old which is available. He couldn't record anything live at that time. So so that's how I became a Giants fan. And I've been, I've been wow. just enjoying your content that you guys put out, and it's – non-biased really straight shooters you know you you express how the fans express so it's a lot of fun to uh, listen to you guys i I have a quick question it's nothing about the offense or defense i want to learn more about special teams because i think that's one of the areas i I personally think it's a little weak um and we haven't made any offseason except you know signing the um our our scottish hammer <laughs> uh, but the return game uh i think we need to improve do you guys see something happening via draft or maybe something um once the season start i mean the, the practice starts because i think we don't have good return uh, good turn, kick returners right so mm-hmm. that's one of the area i think we are weak also the punt return we have no clue what's going to happen so definitely love to listen to your thoughts on that you know something that you have yeah chatter about or, yeah. or your, your thing well, you know what i just want to keep keep something in mind as far as before we get the punter or kicker with special teams um at the coverage at times last year not as good other times it was mm-hmm. but a lot of that's because of the depth of this roster man right a lot of that's the depth of this roster as, as the roster gets deeper talent wise you'll see the special teams get better mm-hmm. that was a big problem with the giants last year um look i don't i can't imagine brightwell being there primary kickoff returner again this year yeah uh look for somebody undrafted free agency don't forget after the draft they're going to sign about jerry what is it about 20 whatever it's 20 they have to fill out the 90 roster so yeah, you figure, a, a, a you figure around 20 25 yeah, 20 right? or so right mm-hmm. the undrafted free agents which yeah. look the key to very good football teams is some of those guys stick yeah some of those guys make a belichick's yeah. been a master of that 
for the Ravens have been a master at that too over the years of signing draft that actually that start that play well for them. Um, punt returner wise, look, uh, is there an answer right now? Well, last year's guy's gone. You know, Richard mm-hmm. James is over in Kansas City. Um, we'll see. You know, as far, look, Jameson Crowder has done it in the past. I don't know. We'll see what happens in training camp. Um, the, the man, I, I I don't think I don't have any idea who the hell they're thinking about mm-hmm. for pick for punt return. But we do know this, right? It has to get better. Yeah. You know, kickoff because yeah. Gary's Gary's not a bad kickoff returner, but we want a guy that when he sees the seam could hit it and go. Mm-hmm. He's gone with the speed, you know. Yeah, he's still like a straight runner. Like yeah, he he'll can't cut in twenty five like, yeah, thirty, exactly. you know. Yeah. But um, he's pretty. You know, they felt pretty comfortable with him last year. Um, punt returner wise, you know, we all know what Richie James did. You know, he had bad moments at times. He had other good, good moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, look. You have to look and see what they're going to do. Like whoever they draft to, who's who's done it in college, they look at stuff like that. So, dude, I I wish I could give you an answer right now. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> but that's why they have training camp, you know, and all that stuff. We'll see, man. We'll see in the summer which way they're thinking. No, we, I agree. We, we were spoiled over the years with guys like Dwayne Harris, mm-hmm. Dominic Hickson. And Odell, right? When we had Odell, he could do yeah. it, right? You, you put yeah. him back there at a, in a unique situation, and it just felt like he's just going to – if he catches the punt, he's going to get 30 yards at least every time. Mm-hmm. And now you have Gary Brightwell, and it, it's – lucky, like you said, he's just a straight-ahead guy. But I, I agree with Chris. It's going to be someone that they – you know, they're not going to draft a wide receiver in the first round and be like, okay, you're also returning kicks. It's just not that right, anymore, right? right? Yeah. Um, and I don't think so they're going to go wide receiver. I think, I think, I think the Dory Jackson experiment. I think yeah. the Dory yeah. Jackson experiment. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I personally think it's going to be cornerback first round. Uh, they're probably going to tap into the free agency at the end uh, after all the cuts for the wide receiver. But I think our weakest, biggest need in defense is cornerback. After Adori, we have nothing. Literally, we have nobody. So we definitely have to think oh, about future. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're just totally giving up on Cordell Flott. Not giving up. It's too early to decide on him, right? <laughs> uh, it's just one year. I mean... I love the tackling he does, but the size also, it's a little bit concerning. And let's say even after him, like, fuck, who else we have? Nobody. Like, Dory's, what, this is his last year for the contract, right? So next yeah. year, we don't know if he's going to come back. So who do we who do you have? Just one guy. So I personally think, yeah, first no, of all, we have they, to focus on cornerback. Yeah, look, that's a position that um, I'm sure they're going to explore in the draft. Um, look, they brought over the kid from the Lions, who I really mm-hmm. liked two years ago, but he he was, he disappointed me last year, but that kid stepped up two years ago when Akuda got hurt. I remember looking right. at him and saying, wow, yeah. what the hell is this kid? Um, so, but can we pencil him in? No, it'll be, it'll be competition. Cordell Flott, I can tell you they like, bro. They like Cordell Flott. Mm-hmm. Now, he'll have to stay healthy. You know, he's not a big kid. He was hurt last right. year. Um, did a lot of good things, though, when he played. I, you know, he impressed the Giants last year. Um, but we'll see. I expect him to, like you said, Adoree's going to be gone. I don't I can't see a Dory back after next yeah, year. Yeah, and that's a, that's a position you're going to have to, you know, definitely address. And and um, because right now it's a concern. It really is. So are Absolutely. we just are we just completely discounting Aaron Robinson at this point, Abajit? Just curious. <laughs> Aaron Robinson. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't on the ground, so, <laughs> so what about are we going to do? The fact that you repeated his name to me, I'm guessing yeah. you're discounting him. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're what going, you I, I tell you what, I like Aaron, but he just, you know, he's just been hurt. Yeah, exactly. He's, He's not on the ground. Yeah, um, so it's hard to judge. If you if if you want to go corner twenty five, who do you like coming out of college? Anybody that you say, hey, that kid, 
That kid right I, there, I, that's who I want. I'm not, I'm not like stuck on one guy. And I always like for the draft, I'm never in love with any player. I'm, I'm just curious what, who they're gonna draft mm-hmm. and how that guy's gonna get utilized. That's my focus. It's a different experience at 25 too, because you just yeah. don't. You, there's guys you're not expecting to be there, and then all of a sudden someone may drop, and you're like, oh man, we gotta take this, this guy now because maybe it's not what the position of need, but he's the highest on the board. Exactly. So that's, that's the fun part. That's the fun. And, part and with part. Raven taking OBJ right now, they are probably not gonna go wide receiver because they need to fix their defense also, right? So there is one less team with wide receiver looking in in top 20, right? So there is a good chance that you have two players, one cornerback, one wide receiver, and now it's it's entirely up to the GM and the coach, right? They're gonna decide like need uh, skill sets. You know, yeah. do I value the cornerback higher at this point or the wide receiver? And based on that, they're going to draft. So I never fall in love with like one or two players. Uh, it's it's the risk. I mean, we have seen that over and over again, that people wanted certain player. And then at the end of the day, they don't turn out. So I think it's the combination of who do you draft and how they turn out. So for me, it's I mean, more I'll, of a curiosity. I'll give you one that yeah. comes to top of mind in, in 2011. Uh, Prince of Mukamara was supposed to be a top 10 pick and then fell. And I was like, why did he fall? Well, he turned mm-hmm. out to be an okay corner, right? Not right, a, right. You know, nothing spectacular. So there's, there's times like that where guys like that fall where you're like, oh, my God, look who fell to us. And mm-hmm. then you know, it turns out that they're eh, they're okay, right? They're average. Right, true. I agree. So, um, you know what's I, funny, I, dude? I, I love this position more, Gakers. You know what's funny, dude? You know, you look at the teams in front of the Giants, right? You know, wide receiver-wise. And you said about Odell. But, you know, you got to remember something. Odell's on a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. So don't don't discount the Ravens going wide receiver right. in front of them. No, absolutely. But the only thing, the way I see it is because they have somebody to hold in for the one year. They don't know if the Lamar is going to be back. They don't know, you know, what's the situation with him. So I think from a GM perspective, you don't want to invest in something where you don't even know if the quarterback is going to be back, right? So that's that's the risk factor. It's a high risk. I mean, yeah, you could get a high reward. But at the same time, the defense is not dependent on the quarterback. So why don't you go ahead and fix that over taking a shot where you're not sure if the quarterback's coming back or not? So I think yeah. that's how yeah, I see we'll it. We'll see. We're going to yeah. have to see with the Ravens because they're having problems over here with Lamar. So we'll, we'll, see what to, we'll see how it develops. True. Yeah, I agree. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate it, man. Um, you got man. it, buddy. I know you have a lot of IC6 guys in the line. So I don't want to take. I uh, don't want to take too much time, but I appreciate you taking my call. And uh, as, as always, guys, love listening to you and, and um, looking forward to the next pod. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for chiming right. in. Take man. care, really guys. Appreciate it. Yep. Talk take soon. Care. Bye. That's it. All right. Let's try Dominic again. He's. Uh, okay. Do you guys. Go. Okay. Do you guys hear me now? Yes. Okay. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Yeah. What's going on, Chris? Fellow Paisan here. Where are you yes. from? Yes. Uh, from the Bronx. Oh yeah, probably. Are you an Arthur Avenue guy, bro? No, I don't. I I don't live on Arthur Avenue. I live I live in Pelham Bay. You, don't tell me you, never, you don't go to Arthur Avenue to eat. I, I I've been there to eat, of course. All right, I was gonna yell at you, Donnie. Please, yeah. my, my old stomping grounds when I was a kid. I was like, don't tell me you don't go to Arthur Avenue. Well, since, since you're talking about that, I know you're you're originally from Brooklyn. I'm I'm more. I've been to Spumoni Garden. I've been to DeForest. I like DeForest more. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I do. But anyway, more importantly, back back to the Giants. I, I see a I see a lot of. I mean, needs. we can we can talk pizza, Dominic, if you want. It's not like yeah. you have to go back to the Giants. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I Dom. see it, it's it's very it's very different from the past the past two years where we've drafted well the past three or four years drafted fourth, 
sixth, fifth, seventh, two. Yeah, we're just so talking it, about that. Yeah. You don't know what 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 will be there at that time, and we don't really have a lot of we have a lot of the main spots in in order now, but we still have a lot of holes when it when it comes to wide receiver. We can get better at linebacker for sure, center for sure, defensive end for sure because you need depth behind Williams and. Dexter and who knows how long Leo's going to be there. Cornerback, do you, do you think first thing is do you think that do you think it's too early to take a center or a linebacker in the end of the first round? Do you think you wait for the second or third round for that spot because there's not a center that's really worth it there, even though that looks like probably the most glaring hole. I think it's too early to go to center or linebacker I mean, there. We, we kind of chimed in a little bit about this i would i I think linebacker would be that would be a a shock i think center's fine i don't care if you like rippler better or you like john michael schmitz i I don't care i'm okay with either one at 25 there's not gonna be much the giants do that's gonna really piss me off in this draft um but linebacker would be shocking at this point not maybe not again if a guy drops where you're like we have to take him okay but i don't see that happening i see center um corner wide receiver and we lost dominic again poor guy he's tr- <laughs> keeps trying to chime in uh but i see uh, i see one of those I, i'm sure you somewhat agree chris yeah look uh, it's tough to give these answers because you just don't know their draft board yeah. you just don't know who they have as a f- late first round talent or a second round talent you know yeah and oh dominic's back i think yes yeah, so, I I, so i guess i missed i missed a little bit of what you said do you think I, I, of course, I heard the part where you said you don't know their draft board, but in general, do you think any centers are worth it in the first round? Yes. Well, a lot of people have Schmitz as a first-round talent. Um, I have I have Luke Whipple right up there with him, but a lot yeah. of people have Whipple in the second round. Yep. You know, so do I – look, a lot of people – it depends on what they – I think we're I think we losing Dominic. Oh, no, we got Dominic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> depends on how they graded Schmitz. Do I think he's a first-round – late first-round center talent? Yeah, sure, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do so the Giants – does Dennis Hickey and, and Dable and Shane, do they have him as a first? I don't know. But, we'll you know, it, it's also it's also interesting because, like, every year we don't know how they view, like, a flot versus Bredesen versus receivers on the roster. So what is the bigger need? We don't know what they think is the bigger need. You know, you know what, We don't know what the, if the bigger need is corner or center or, or uh, wide receiver. Yeah. We don't know. They also have their first draft class in already, right? So – the guys they took last year, you would imagine they're high on, right? They're high on Flop. They're high on Azudu. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do there, right? Do they think they can upgrade there? Probably corner, yeah. Um, but that's why I was talking about before, like left guard. Like They're probably really high on Azudu, and I get why, because they took them so high last year. So that's going to be interesting as well. Like how high are they on, on, on the guys they brought in? So uh, yeah, that's, time, time will tell. That's an interesting point. The, the hard thing, the thing I see with corner that I don't really love is that I don't know these guys. I, I don't. I haven't watched every one of them play. But if you, I feel like we're going to end up with the fifth or sixth best corner, whereas we could end up with the best center or the best, or the second and third best wide receiver or the best linebacker. So is it worth taking? I mean, how do they view that tier? Is that tier worth it? They and do then, it by best player available, bro. Just they just do it by best player available. That's the way they do it. And Shane has made that point. He will not draft by need. He drafts by the best. Play available. That's how. That's how they look at it, man. So it could. Yeah. It could. And just let me tell you, I, 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 Dominic, there's I know a lot of ways they could go in the first, the first few rounds. There's Dominic, a lot of ways. I, I know these. You know, I've been really 
diving into these college kids, man. This cornerback class, this corner, deep. is deep, bro. Is deep. Like, I'm talking like second round, you could get a stud in the second round. Yeah, and Dominic, the fifth best corner could be better than the top center on their board. You know, who knows? Exactly. It could be, Dominic. I'm just telling you the way they grade it out. Right, right. They could have an Emmanuel Forbes at, argument's sake, 43. Schmitz at 44. You get what I'm saying, Dominic? Yeah. That's the way they do it. That's the way they do it. It's not by need, which I, I feel it should be by need all the time, but they do it by the best player. We need a receiver. Right, right, you know? right. You know, I, I kind of feel like a, a sneaky need is uh, somebody to, to play along the line, like uh, the, the guy from Clemson Breeze or uh, maybe uh, uh, that, maybe a guy like, uh, I think his name is Cansey from Pitt. Yeah, he's a yeah, stud. Yeah, I, I like him. Guy, guy to yeah. eventually, guy to pair with. Watch the Eagles with that guy, with that kid. Oh, I don't even want. I don't want to talk about the Eagles because I don't. I don't see a way of, of them being any worse next year. It's gonna be Maybe. Dominic. It's gonna be interesting if this kid Schmitz is on the board at twenty-five, because the Giants need a center. Even if they, even if their plans are Brennison, Z, uh, Joshua Zito, Zito, they still need depth, though. They still need depth, and they need a center, dude. That, you know what I mean? It'd be interesting if this kid Schmitz is on a board at twenty five if they go with him. Because really? at the same part, at the same point, because even if Bredesen is is the center, who's the who are the backup guards? He has to yeah, get back up to the other two yeah, guards. Yeah, they and, need that. And Glinsky's yeah. got a year left. And they can't possibly be going into the season saying, "All right, well, we'll, we'll be all right with Bredesen in the center." No way. Shame have you me. have you have you heard? Have you, since since there are so many options, have you heard? Any way that they're leaning or they're being no. very about it? No, no, no. That that. That I have not heard. No, no. And, and right do, now, do, Dominic. To be honest with you, dude. Um, right now, it's like the CIA around the Giants' building. You, it's very <laughs> tough to get information because no, the it's draft. Not. Bo- it's not like it was when Reese was there. <laughs> no, that was easy. Oh no, well, yeah, no. It's it, look. They have their draft board up, and they, you know they have their draft boards up now, right? In the, in their office, right? In Joe Shane's office. They have the draft board up, and they have nine guys with machine guns guarding. No, no I'm only kidding. They, you know, it's very tough to find out as far as where they're leaning. Now, I could tell you this, Dominic. Okay, Joe Shane will be meeting with us a week from Thursday. What's today? Tuesday? Yeah, a week from Thursday, the twentieth. Okay, he has his pre-draft presser, and I found out over the years, even with Gettleman. Sometimes a GM will kind of slip or kind of say something where you could say, oh, you know what? They're leaning this way. They're leaning this way. You know, this and that. So maybe you can find out a little bit. I think it's a lot easier for them to slip when you're drafting fourth and you think that guy might be there. At this Dominic, point in- Dominic, stay what? with us. We're going to take a break. Stay with us. Hang on, bud. Uh, we're okay. going to take a break, guys. We're right back. You're listening to the John Insider Podcast. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, you're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris. Nobody beats the Biz, Biz Ignano, Jerry Foley, and Dominic Cagliano. So, um, yeah, go ahead, bud. I don't want to I'm sure, there, I'm sure there are other guys on the line. I'm just, I, I'm just wondering if there's anybody, and the, there's no way for us to know this, anybody that they're, like, crossing their fingers and hoping is there. No, whatever know. position, oh, whatever sure position there might be. I'm sure um, if there's one wide receiver they like more than another, one center that, that, that you know, some draft – Pundit might say, oh, you can't take a center to round two, but they don't care. They think he's worth it or they like working with, or maybe they might be five or six corners. They don't care which one they get. 
You know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very curious of, you know what? I'm also a little, I'm not disappointed. They got Wall. I think he's great, but this tight end class has some guys that will be there when they're there that really could possibly be very, very good. But they, it seems like I almost wish they would go a little bit earlier because I don't think it's worth it to take a Kincaid or I know your boy Mayo or a guy like that to take that when you already spent so much of your, of your assets on a tight end at this point. So I, I almost wish they kind of went early. I wish there were a bunch of tackles that were there, but there were no tackles. You want everybody. You want everybody no, I mean, in this more, <laughs> No, I mean, I wish those guys went earlier because we there's no point in taking them at this point with Waller. Look, and I wish but you also don't know what they're going to do with Waller, though, right? I mean, look, yes, tight end, but he's going to be lined up all over the place. I have, you don't know what they're thinking, man. So you, 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 you would be okay with if, if Bellinger is the number three, and they like Waller. Not even three, more like two A, if you want to call it that, right? Like Waller's like kind of lined up everywhere, and you, and you get a back. somehow you get a stud tight end, right? And 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 you have Bellinger there. It, it's I don't again that. They they can't do much at twenty five that I'm gonna say what the hell was that? Do you think, do you think do you think if they draft do you think if they draft a, a running back early that means the end of Saquon? Not early like second round, but even third round that means they're not even not looking the for the end, him. but but succession plan kind of thing. Yeah, they're gonna do that. Every, do you think they saying? should? I, I think I, they kind of should just not not give him a long term deal. I can't more than three years probably. I mean, we, yeah, we love Saquon, but it's just the, the nature of the position. I wanted to point out before. Chris, um, you were talking about when you asked GMs, the one specific time I remember is 2019 when you asked Gettleman about corners and his eyes lit up and he goes, <laughs> uh, corners, yes. Yeah, it was almost, he was almost stumped, like, why the hell did he just ask me about corners? Like, he didn't know how to answer it. And then he took DeAndre Baker with the third pick in the first round. Yeah, so, that, that, you can't get him. Yeah, you know, I wonder, I I'm, I'm sure yeah. Shane's a little more prepared for that, but Gettleman was almost like, why the hell did he ask me about corners? Everybody's yeah. asking me about quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he he, nice. he kind of tipped his hand. Last year, Shane yeah. yelled at me. What do you want me to do? Show you the board? <laughs> but I was asking him about uh, that one tackle there who wound up in yeah. Seattle. <laughs> right. All right, thanks, guys. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys have other All right, problems. Dominic. Just, you know what? Be patient, buddy. A couple weeks, you'll you. get your answer. All right. Sounds good. Cheers, All right, guys. Thank you. Th- thanks for being patient again. Yeah, Take care, buddy. Absolutely. Be careful. Bye-bye. So we got people in the audience, but no one chiming in to uh, to call in. So, but <clears throat> we got people in the audience, but no uh, no one waiting online. Um, I mean, it's just going to be interesting. I, I I can't wait to see how this plays out, dude. It, it's it's almost like just get here already. Um, again, it's not as like it was in, in in previous years where you know you're picking second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever it was, mm. and you're 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 waiting for the draft to really just have a bring in a star. This is more supplementing the roster that was pretty good last year. It needed a lot of improvement, but um, no, it's it's more exciting. It's more enjoyable, I think, this way in a weird way. You know, it's, you know, this is the first time, obviously, Shane as a general manager is going to be picking this low, right, twenty five. Right. Um, so to me, Jerry, it's going to be interesting to see how aggressive he is. Yeah, I'll, I was going to be interested to see if he tries to move up to seventeen or sixteen. Or, right. or 19 or 21, whatever yeah. it might be, right? Yeah. Um, because there's a guy they really want, you know, yeah. and, and and whatever the hell team is drafted 21. <clears throat> Hold on, let me look for one second. Just for argument's sake, uh, the Chargers are on the board at 21, and they right. figured they're not going to go receive. And, they, you know, and then Baltimore is at 22, and they said, you know what, Baltimore's going to go receiver, right? right? And right. they jump Baltimore, go to L.A., 
and trade up there and get the receiver they, that they really like that's on the board still. You know, that's right. what's going to be interesting to me to see how aggressive Joe Shane is if he does something like that. You know, and, and, and when there's a that. and when there's a run on a position, right? Like, and you sense you get that sense like, oh, here comes the run on wide receivers. Here comes the run on cornerbacks, and we wanted this, this guy. We got to jump now. And um, the, the good thing is, again, you have faith in a guy like Shane to, to pull that off. But that's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. I, I tell you, Jerry, it's going to be interesting because Washington's good receiver-wise, Pittsburgh, you know, but after, like, Pittsburgh, you got Detroit, they're good. Tampa's good receiver-wise. Seattle's good receiver-wise. Chargers, and then you got Baltimore. Then you got Minnesota, they're good. You got Jacksonville, they're getting Calvin Ridley back. It's like a number one pick. They're good. So there's not – this team's in front of the Giants, man. After Green Bay, who's probably going to go tight end, Michael Mayer, or maybe Kincaid, there's going to be a run there, right, where there's probably going to be no receivers and maybe one taken. So out of the first, you know, Jets are going to go tackle probably New England. I tell you, man, that receiver the Giants really like, I'm not talking about JSN, he's probably going to be gone, but that Zay Flowers type kid or Jordan Addison or even yeah. the Quinton Johnson, you know, whoever doesn't get, could be there for the Giants, man. You just got to worry about behind them are Dallas – Buffalo, I would Who's say, good. might look receiver. And, Buffalo's and, a team you got to watch out for. Buffalo's Kansas a team. City, yeah. Kansas City, too, might make a move, maybe. Who knows? And Kansas City, a team you got to watch out for. Yeah. Because, you know, they're pretty thin to the receiver spot. Um, you know, and the Eagles, we all know, are good. And the Saints are good. You know, so you got to watch out for that Buffalo. You got to watch out for Andy Reid, right? You know, trying to move up, get that big stud receiver. Uh, you know, and because Buffalo could use another guy out there opposite of Diggs. So, um, it's going to be interesting, man. It'll be interesting to see Shane's very aggressive. What's with, what's with all the digs to the Giants stuff? I mean, is that just him? I mean, that's uh, just um, been out there. Like, is that anything? I don't know. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's it's that time stuff. of year, bro. Guys put stuff on Instagram. Yeah, they, oh, they, yeah, you know, and people run with it, you know? Yeah. He's not happy in Buffalo now? I, mean, I don't know. Why, you know, everybody loves Dable, right? I mean, that's the, he's the man, so. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 uh you know ahead of the Giants. I'm looking now as well. I don't know. What, what do you think the you think the Chargers might go receiver or no? I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, there are two guys there still there. Mike Williams and Keenan. Yeah. Is Keenan Allen still there? I think he's still yeah. there. But yeah. uh, look, would I put it past that? No, I wouldn't. It's possible. You know, yeah. to get another weapon for Herbert. You know. Yeah. Um, but they they're a team too that you know might think tight end and. The offensive line, offensive line could use a guard. So, well, I don't know. We'll see, man. Tough to predict. That's why these drafts are unique. They're yeah. great. The the only linebacker to, uh, his, I think Dominic brought it up, or, or was it Abiji? One of them brought it up about a, taking a linebacker would be uh, it, if Trenton Simpson fell to the Giants. I mean, I guess it would be a conversation if the Giants had him higher. But again, with the other position, and I know they're going by, I know they're going by best player available. I get it, but yeah. um. You know that that'd be, I guess, interesting to see if he felt like, all right, wh- where do they where do they rank this guy? But to his point before about Jerry Reese, you know, like I always look at the uh, the Eli Apple draft. Like everyone knew the Giants wanted Leonard Floyd and Conklin. Like they were the two guys. And then I think it was someone traded up and grabbed Conklin, and then we were stuck with Eli Apple. So it's nice to see that the the Giants can keep it in now, and and even Gettleman to to a lesser extent. He he was pretty good with 
keeping back what he wanted to do. I mean, no one saw Kadarius Tony, right? Like, <laughs> no one predicted that pick. So, I mean, he surprised us most of the time. Uh, Andrew Thomas, we didn't know they were taking him. Uh, Barkley, we thought they would. But, you know, I mean, look, the, 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 it's a long, long time since Jerry Reese and that, and that kind of, yeah. that era of letting out information. So. And here's the thing, you know, Shane's first draft last year, he didn't surprise you, right? right. Everybody figured he was going to go tackle. Everybody figured he was going to go edge with those two picks. Right. And he went tackle. Uh, excuse me. Um, yeah, tackle edge. And he went tackle. He went edge and then tackle. You know, right. that's what he did. He did yeah. no, no, nothing out of left field, no Evan Ingram's tight ends or corner, whatever. Uh, he went, but they, you know, everybody kind of thought. So, you know, uh, I think, look, Jerry, if they drafted a, uh, you know, a safety or something like that, that would be the surprise, right? Something right. like that. Yeah. Um. Uh, that I don't expect. Uh, he's, uh, you know, after one draft, he doesn't seem to be that type of dude. Um, right. So I think whatever he takes, or moves up, or he stays at twenty-five, or you know, he's going to draft the guy that everybody, the position where everybody's kind of anticipating. You know, so. Right. <clears throat> um. All right, buddy. We have four people out in the audience. No, more than that. I'm sorry. Um, and no one chiming in. So. They just want right. to listen. Uh, yeah, I guess so, man. Um, all right. <clears throat> Let's see. What else? What else we want to cover? Um, oh, we talked about OBJ and his ridiculous one-year $18 million deal. Um, nobody brought in, so. All right. Was Hendon Hooker visit yeah. a surprise to you? Yes, very, but I like it. It's exciting, right? You know, the Giants had four visits with quarterbacks, you know, yeah. obviously – Richardson is not a guy to get, but you know they had the kid from Penn State. They had, they had some kids from Penn State. I I see a lot, you know, two or three of Penn State kids. Obviously, that's the connection, you know. Right. You know they got the good intel there from Dable's kid. Right. Uh, Who will be joining the staff this year? You know, Christian. Um, so you got some. You got that's you know you're gonna have some insight on his Penn State kids and you know, and his one kid to keep an eye on for middle rounds. Right. Is the safety? You know, Brown. You know, um, yes. obviously. Dable's kid, they're going to have a real insight on him, you know, because yeah. he was on the staff, you know. So, um, safety is a position I think they will, you know, address in the later yeah. rounds, you yeah. know. Um, that'd be, could it be interesting to keep an eye on him. Uh, you know, they have Bobby McCain, they got Belton, you know, uh, opposite of, uh, you know, next to uh, Zay McKinney. Pinnock. Uh, I'm sorry, who? Pinnock, Jason Pinnock. Oh, Jason Pinnock. Yeah, yeah, Pinnock, you know, Pinnock, and, um, yeah. you know, and, but I can see that, you know, what do they have, 10 picks? Yeah. So, you know, I see running back, you know, obviously a offensive line, I see a corner, you know, um, def- linebacker, defensive line, and all that, man. So, uh, and I see a safety too, bro. You know, I see a yeah. safety too. You know? Edge rush is going to be the most interesting because of the question marks beyond Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, and the, the health of Ojolari and, and yeah, Jihad Ward, I'm glad he's back, but he's a one-year guy. And Ellerson Smith, you can't depend on. That's going to be the most interesting. Like, if a guy falls whatever round and they, they jump on him, um, again, it's going to be an exciting pick. But I just wonder how high they view that need. I, and I know they're going by best player available. I just wonder what they're looking at there. Like, all right, no, you know what, we're good with, with Thibodeau and we have faith Ojolari is going to come back. But that's one that's going to be fun to see what happens. Yeah, and judging by these visits, man, you see, you know, there's a lot of them, man. Edge, defensive line, linebacker, man. So, they yeah. look, they, they need more guys there, bro. You yeah. Know? Yeah. They need more guys there. So, uh, it, look, it's going to be interesting to see what Joe does. But, you know, looking at this, 
you figure wide receiver is still going to be their priority at 25, man. You know? Yep. And I yeah. think they're bringing Marvin Mim in Oklahoma tomorrow. Yeah. I think he's coming in tomorrow. So that's another visit, wide receiver, you know? Right. Um, I, I, and he's another kid that went, that was like, oh, third round. And now they're talking second round in him. Right. You know, his his stock is rising. You know? Look, we see this every year, dude, since we've been doing this, right? We see, we talk in March about these kids. Oh, I should say even back in February, right? Yeah. The con- well, well the no, combine- in three, in years prior, we were talking in November about kids. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, because, yeah, exactly. So, you know, you start talking in February to combine and you, oh, these kids are first round, the second round. And then who, who winds up, who's comes out of nowhere? They're coming up, they go up the boards, right? Or who's going right. down the board, you know? Right. Uh, like now you see like, you know, this more, like this kid, <clears throat> Emmanuel Forbes, who I really like as a corner. Now you hear, you hear the buzz around the league. He's going to go higher than anticipated, right? Even though he's not right. the biggest kid. And now this Marvin Mims, Right. Giants right. are bringing him in. I think tomorrow he's coming in for a visit. And he was like, oh, he's a third-round kid. But now you see people talking about him in the second round, you know? Yeah, yeah. Another receiver yeah. on the board that, you know, if the Giants don't go receiver first, it, will he be there at 57 or they really like him and all that stuff. So it's it's fascinating to watch. We see it every year about kids that drop, kids that, you know, after the, after the season and after the combine and everything, it's not like even the combine happened and they start rise and fall. It's they're rising and falling afterwards for what looks like no apparent reason. Just because that's it. The rising and falling it makes no sense at all. So, yeah, it's just like, you know, it's just like these kids are scouted so hard, you know, for the last few months by everybody. You know, yeah. and they watch every one of their moves. And, oh, you know what? This kid could do that. You know, we really like this guy, you know. And then there's a lot of smoke, Jerry. There's a lot of smoke yeah. and mirrors out there. You know, organizations yeah. throwing smoke out there. Oh, this kid, we're hot on this kid. We're hot on this. You know what I mean? And now you got those games going around. Yeah. You know, all those teams that are, you know, in the top 10, whatever, 15. You know, who do we like? Oh, I heard they really like this guy because they're trying, you know, they hope the game start. You know, the game start. You see that every year with the draft. It's got to be exhausting as a kid getting drafted because, I mean, you just have to, like, try to not look at social media and everything because you drive yourself crazy. Yeah. It's got to be so tiring. And, Jerry, you know, the Giants could go with a kid in the first round. uh, um, Say, argument, say second round, they draft a kid. They might not even have met. Yeah, right. They might not even have met him. Well, you know who that happened with? Uh, Aaron Ross. Did Back it? in the day, they never met with Aaron Ross. So yeah, right. So you you can't you so you can't just look at these meetings and go, oh yeah, no, they met with this guy. Oh, they didn't meet with this guy. Yeah. Uh, so they're not interested. No, you know you can't go by that either. Yeah. You know that's yeah. why you just sit back and you wait, you know, until the twenty seventh. Because it, look at Seattle. I mean, Pete Carroll's playing games now with that fifth pick. You know, he throws it out there. They've been throwing it out there. Oh, we really like this Richardson kid. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know. Right. Um. They got two picks, Seattle, and you know they're they're trying to get some more capital, probably with somebody moving up in the draft, trying to get some more picks. You know, um, yeah, smart. They, they, they've been throwing it out there. Everybody thought they, everybody swore they were going to go edge with that fifth pick. Now they're not so sure where they're going to go. With the fifth. These are all the games that you know that goes right up until eight o'clock, the twenty seventh. You know, and then you yeah. find out it's yeah. uh, because these teams in the lower, you know. That have their quarterback and Seattle has their quarterback. They might draft one. I'm saying, but you know, they just re-signed Geno, and they like to play those games. Oh yeah, no, we're looking for the future it because you want some team to go up there and give them a boatload of picks yep. for that pick. You know, yep. yeah. 
You know, because, you know, you don't know what Vegas is going to Atlanta says they're going to go with Ritter. I don't know. Okay. They're not going to go quarterback. All right. You know, how about Tennessee? They're at right. 11. They're, they're supposed to they're moving on from uh, Willis now. I don't know. Who knows? From who? I, yeah. From uh, from Malik Willis. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're crazy about him. Tannehill's, no. got, got, Tannehill's got one foot out the door probably. They're going to, you know what I mean? Right. So, right. 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 So, I mean, who what's, what's to say they can't jump into that five spot? What's sure. to say they can't jump into the three spot with Arizona? And tell you what, if I'm Arizona, you're sitting there and you're saying, whoa, I can, I can go back three, six, seven spots, still get the guy I want, a big guy, and get a boatload of picks, right? Yeah, yeah, do what Chicago did. It's, you know, it's the game. You know? right, so here's an argument, sake. You know, I'm looking at these draft boards. I've been whacking up some names of these draft boards, right? And, and, you know, a month ago, Jerry, three weeks ago, Jalen Carter, right? Yeah. Oh, he's top five. He's not going to make it past five. And now you look at it and go, well, he might drop down to nine to the Bears. Isn't that amazing, Chris? The, the Bears went from one to nine confidently. Like, I know they got a lot, but that's a big drop. They must know or believe that, you know what, we may like three guys a lot. One of them's going to be there, and that's fine with us, right? right. Because, Jerry, if, I mean, if Anthony Richardson goes early, you're yeah. talking about four quarterbacks in the top nine picks maybe, right? I have. I, I'm Carolina, you, I, Houston, I have Indy. Him. I got Richardson going second overall, man. I really do. I think second overall? Those, I have him one of those guys that just rocketed up, and that's it. Houston's right, so, going to take him. Okay, so if, if he goes second overall, you're still going to have Carolina, Houston. You got Indy. Indy. Uh, you don't know what Seattle's going to do. No clue. Right? And then you got um, uh, Atlanta, Vegas. You know, and then somebody might jump up, like to Seattle, or jump up to – Whatever it might be, and draft that fourth kid. You know what I mean? I mean, you have no idea what the Raiders are capable of. I know they brought in Garoppolo, but you have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah. No clue. Uh, you know, and uh, and then Tennessee at 11, to me, Tennessee at 11 is a team to watch out for. Right. Do they right. try to jump up, move up, yep. and try to get a Will Levis or Richardson, whoever the hell they really like? Because I figure, I know you said Richardson second, but I'm going to stick with my original um, yeah. Bryce Young and um, – yeah, it might be. And CJ Stroud, you know. Yep. But I'm not I'm not saying I'm right, Jerry. I'm just saying I'm gonna stick with those two. Yeah. And then the, now you got Richardson and Levis out there, right? So yeah. what if Tennessee what if Tennessee likes your guy Richardson really that much? Do they do they move up and try to you know? Right. So but mind you, this is all good for the Giants, right? Because you know, more yes. quarterbacks all taking the receivers are dropping pushes yeah. guys back, you know. Right. Yeah. If the Giants are looking to grab that receiver you know which i'm sure they are you know so and, and unfortunately yeah. i have jackson smith and jigba um going to the texans as a here's your toy quarterback richardson or stroud or whoever they take so i mean i could be somewhere else but i could just see the Texans saying okay you know what we're gonna have a receiver for this quarterback so i any dreams of of him falling i just think that's he would have to go to like 18 for the giants to get him and, and they'd have to make a move up to get him so you talk about JS, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you, man. I, I think he's going to be gone, you know, yeah, long gone, you know, yeah. So, uh, so that, eh, that, that's why, you know, that's why this night you, you just you just cannot sit here and go, oh, I think this is going to happen. This kid's going to be there. He won't be there. You don't know. You don't know, you know. And then the trades that happen, it's impossible to predict. I mean, people do. People try and predict trades. It's just so absurd. When I, when I see a mock draft with a trade, I'm like, man, if you land this, you should you should play the lottery because who the <laughs> hell knows who's gonna who could have predicted the the Cowboys and Eagles traded two years ago and exactly you know it's just it's so or it's so hard to predict the trades, man. I just yeah, Dave Gettleman definitely didn't predict that. 
Right, right. When I do my stupid mock, it's just no trades. I'm not dealing with trades. It's just, come on. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I tell you, dude, and I tell you, um, you know, you look at some of these receivers, I, I see people, you know, even myself, I'll be like, well, he's not the biggest kid. You know, he's not right. the biggest kid. You know, and it scares, you know, oh, you know, but you know what, dude? Devontae Smith wasn't the biggest kid coming out for the Eagles. Right. How's he right. been? Well, How's I he know, been? and I thought... Well, he's really skinny. I don't know how he's going to last. I agree with you. Great. I was the same been way. Great. Been great. And look, when he came out of Alabama, I was the same way. I was like, yeah, you know, he's not the biggest kid. That would, that would be my only concern and, yep. and all that stuff. Well, dude, yep. you know, fine. he's pretty good. You know, yeah, he's, fine. he's pretty good. Um, this is a Flowers kid. You see, you know, you see like, oh, he's not the biggest. I don't know, he's putting on weight and muscle and everything in this kid. You know, yeah, but, he looks jacked though, right? He's jacked up, you know, and you look at him and you say, well, he's not the biggest kid. And I, look, I have to report that. You know, I look at the size, I see the weight, and I put it on Twitter. I'll put, look, he's not the biggest kid. Could scare you, you know? Right, But, right. dude, you watch him on film. And I, I, I know Dave's pretty good, man, Brian. Dave, you know, I, I have a pretty good feel of Dave sometimes, the way he, Dude, I, I could I could see Dable watching him, Jerry, and salivating. I'm telling yeah. you, yeah. and salivating over this kid because Dable believes so much in that separation, the route running, right, right, the catch, the catch and run, um, and that kid, his routes, how sharp they are, the way he separates. I could see Dable looking at him and just salivating, dude. I'm telling you, yeah. and and like like most teams, I'm sure are. You know, um, I, I, and I just found it interesting. They, they visited him twice. Right. I kind of, like that, that guy Dominic asked me about, hey, Chris, you hear anything? Well, one thing I did hear sort of a little bit talking is that, the, you know, Flowers is a kid that's has caught their eye. Hmm. Now, I don't know. Now, I'm not going to bullshit you people and say, oh, he's the number one guy. Oh, I don't I'm know that. Sorry, I, I'm a jeet. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm so, yeah, no, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to say who they yeah. – I don't know. I don't yeah. know who they have yeah. top three. That, I would, I'd be lying to you if right. I said, oh, they got this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. No, I don't know. I don't know. And All I could say is that the Kid Flowers has definitely caught the attention of the Giants personnel people. Uh, but who knows? You know, who knows? So. And last year, it was clear they liked Thibodeau. They interviewed him. I didn't think that they think that he'd be there five, to be honest with you. I think that was a, a gift for them. Uh, mm-hmm. That he dropped that far, uh, but they interviewed him and he knew they liked him. And it was just like, well, he's not going to be there. But when they took Neil, I don't know who asked, but they said, "Who'd you have higher, Aquanu or Neil?" And he said, "Well, we had him neck and neck, which means they had Aquanu higher." So it's just uh, it's interesting to see, like, you know, afterwards, like, you know, you're saying they like Zay Flowers <laughs> in the building. It's going to be funny to see if he's there. And then they take Quentin Johnson if he's there, you know, instead, you know. So that's, maybe they don't expect Johnson to be there, and they're like. Oh, wait, he's here? All right, we're going to take him instead. So, Yeah, that's the beauty of this, right, bro? Yeah. yeah. And at 25, you just don't know. So, yep. uh, look, Jerry, at 3 and 5, you could say, well, this kid yeah. is not going to be there. He might be. He's going to be there for us. At right. 25, you don't know. Right. And that's why these guys make the big bucks, man. Yeah, last yeah. year I had him taking walk. And, again, my, my stupid mock is out a month before, so so much happens by the time it prints. But or but by the time the draft happens, but I had Walker and Aquanu as the two picks, so I got the positions right, but the players wrong because we kind of like you said we both were talking for months like they're gonna take an edge rusher and, and and Lyman that's the way it's gonna fall to them and they had the choice of Lyman at that or they were gonna have the choice at Lyman at five so um, but yeah we don't know who knows say Flower yeah. would be nice though 
I'm at 25, it's more of a mystery. <laughs> oh my it's God. really a mystery, yeah. you know? Yeah, when I say crapshoot, I mean us guessing it's a complete crapshoot. The, the Giants know what they're doing. They know who's on the board. And if someone falls, oh, they, they have their board. Him. Yes. But yeah. for us guessing, it's like, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Their, their, their board is up and they'll, they'll you know, tweak it here and there. Yeah. But their board is up. Um, and they, they have an idea of what they want to do right now. There's, there's still some more tweaking. There's visits, you know. Who knows? You know, they visit a kid and he, they're not crazy about some of the answers and stuff like that. He could knock them down a little bit. Or they visit a kid and, you know, he goes up a few spots because he was so impressive, you know, meeting him in person. Like just yeah. for instance, Marvin Mims is in tomorrow, right? Yeah. So, Jerry, they could have him as a third round grade, you know, and they look at him. Now, he's, now they kind of lean in second round grade. They meet the kid. They meet the young man. The kid's impressive as all hell. Yeah. Uh, you know, they boom up a few spots, you know, to, or, or some kid comes in and makes a dope out of himself. And, you know, he's he's always dribbling chicken palm as he's talking to the table, and you say to yourself, okay, well, uh, you know what, let's knock him down a few pegs. You know, this kid doesn't take this that serious. That You know, this kid's dribbling on us as he's talking, so he ain't that serious. You know, so, <laughs> you know, and I've heard stories, dude, from former players of the Giants and guys I've talked to in the Giants building <laughs> of some stories over the years of kids coming in and visiting, or, you know, and they're talking to a kid, and, you know, and the kid's like, just... So, what do you think about, you know, and his kid's like, well, you know, it's all right. And they, and they give him an answer. like, yeah, I'm yeah. here. I know I'm going to get drafted. I don't care. You know, it's like, yeah. wow. You know, you hear some stories. It's pretty funny. Got to be prepared for that, man. It's amazing yeah. this day and age that that's still happens. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, look, Thibodeau came in the building last year and knocked him out of the park. Yeah. He had a certain persona about him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's this, he's that, he's this. The kid, the kid don't want to play football. He's only, he wants to be the next Deion Sanders, the flash, the money. The jewelry, right? And he came in the building, dude. And he sat with Dable, Shane, and, and Mike, Mike, Mike McDonald, and, and Banks talked to him. And they came away like, holy crap, man. This kid is impressive, man. You know, yeah. like, we didn't get this impression about him at all. You know, right. he was all right. business, right. you know? Yep. And, 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 and he admitted, like, Thibodeau came in last year and he goes, it's football for me, and hopefully off-the-field stuff follows my success. And he admitted it to him. Yeah, but right. he says, but guys, I'm all about football. I can tell yeah. you this, because people told me the way that interview went last year. Yeah, right. You know, and, and he was like, you know, I'm all about football. Right. Look at the tape. I'm all about football. Yeah. You, know, you know, do I want to have a brand one day? Yeah, I do. He said, Tim, but, he goes, but I'm not getting that brand unless I play Pro Bowl-type football. Right. He, he got it, dude. And they yeah. came away from that like, Man, this freaking kid was impressive. And you Neil know I mean? impressed too, supposedly. No, Evan Neal yeah. impressed. Well, Neil's different, impre- different way. Yeah, Neil's Neil's a quieter kid. You know, yeah. um, he 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 impresses. He impressed in a different way. You know, yeah. I, look, Jerry, you saw that draft class last year, and you saw the character of these kids, these young yeah. guys. Yeah. You saw the character of these young guys, bro. Yeah. You know, they look for that, Jerry. Yep. That's why you know the Thibodeau. That interview was big when he came in the building because he, you know, a lot of people thought one thing about him and all that. And if he came in with that, yeah, I'm here, Flash, and all that, I'm, I, you know, all that crap, you know, they want a right. certain type of football player in this building, bro. Yep. Love you it. know, uh, they've yeah. made it known. Dable and Shane have made it known. And, and Kadarius Tony didn't fit into that category. I, I think we all know that, right? He didn't fit into that category. <laughs> right. right. And they moved on from him. He wasn't yeah. their draft pick, and they moved on from him. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. you know, so. Good stuff, dude. Um, <clears throat> anything else, pal? No, that's it. So, um, yeah. 
We'll talk next week. Uh, we'll do cool. a final pre-draft. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Things could change in a week, right? What you're hearing? <laughs> well, yeah. Visits yeah, and, and all that stuff. And then um, uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll try to get a guest next week too or something. Yeah, maybe so. we'll try to get a last-second guest. Yep. Talk about the draft a little bit. Um, More. I just wanted to get here, dude. Just get here um, already. <laughs> next week is the 18th. All right, so we could do a podcast. We'll, we'll, be, we'll decide. Shane's on yeah. that Thursday. Maybe we'll do it. Oh, yeah. Follow. Maybe we'll do it later in the week if we can. We'll, maybe we'll probably try to whack it out that Friday. All right? Yeah. 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 So, because right, cool. Dable, Dable's coming on with us Monday. Shane's coming on with us Thursday. Uh, actually, I'm going there. Uh, Shane's having his press on Thursday. So, maybe that Friday we could we could talk about the draft, what we're feeling, what Shane said, what Dable said. How you uh, uh, how you back him into a corner and get him to admit what he's doing. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Can't wait. So, nice. Um, so yeah, so Shane, look, Shane, I've mentioned this before. Shane's pretty honest with us, man. He really is. He, you know, of oh, course, he's not going to tell you his strategy, but well, he, big picture though, big picture, he's pretty honest. He's pretty we honest. We want Daniel Shane. Jones yeah. back, and we want Saquon Barkley. Yeah, back. yeah, no, so. he's been, you know, for the for the year he's been here, he's been. You ask him, and he tries to give you the best answer he could. You know, like he's not going to tell you, okay, we're taking this kid. Well, you know, of course not. But right, you know, he he's pretty, uh, you know, he's he's pretty honest. I I appreciate him. Yeah, that about him. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he has a way, Joe, about him where he's not arrogant. You know, like Gettleman could be very arrogant, you know. Yeah. You, you ask him a question, he hits you with, yeah, what's up, kid? No, no, that bullshit. Or, uh, you know, and, uh, and then he goes out and drafts a tomato. You know, so, the, you know, the uh, shame. Darling. Rome wasn't built in a day, darling. Yeah, you know, he gives you those cliches and those, yeah. and, and all that. And, but Joe, you know, Joe's, uh, one thing that really impressed me about Joe Shane is that he's a humble dude, but he's tough. Yeah. He, he, he. Let's everybody know who's the boss. Yeah. He, 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 but he works with everybody. But I've seen him a few times with the media. Yes. <laughs> a few yes. times. I've yes. seen him be like, yes. not take any crap. And yep. he's and he did it in a way where he got his point across, but in a very respectful way. That's what I like about Joe. He's a very good dude. I've spoken to Joe Shane a few times on the side. Just an ace of a guy. Yep. But don't mistake that kindness for weakness. He is not I a weak that. guy. I love that. He is not a weak guy, um, you know, and he will get his point across when he feels he has to get his point across. And I'll say this again. When Joe Shane said <clears throat> at the presser, when he said that off is off the table with Saquon, that wasn't meant for Saquon. That was meant for his agent. Yeah. Joe Shane sent a message to his agent basically saying, you misjudged this market. And you screwed yeah. your client. Yeah. We offered you, which we all know they offered him 12 and a half. And you misjudged it. Now the offer's off the table. And this was not meant for Saquon. Yeah. They love Saquon. Love him. When Joe Shane said that, he was saying that to his agent. Yeah. Hey, too bad now. The offer's off the table. We'll, we'll revisit down the road. We'll see what happens. That's great. Love it. Okay? Yeah. So I, I know people. I know a couple of people say to me, "Wow, what, you know, is he pissed at Saquon? He took, he kind of took a shot." No, no, not at all. This has nothing. That had nothing to do with Saquon. It was a, it was a message fired over the bow of his agent. You think saying, he was pissed at Rosenhaus for love yeah. too, dude? I'm just asking. I'm just curious. What was that? You think he was pissed at Rosenhaus too for Julian Love as well? I'm just curious. Not pissed, but they basically misjudged it. Yeah. Julian didn't want to leave. Yeah. It was too late. So. What a shame. Oh, that's well. what happens in the negotiation. 
you know, you got to be very careful when you hire these high-profile agents because they yeah. always think they're going to get these baseball pitcher-type contracts. They'll hold off the right, you know, and we'll get you forty million a year. You know, football's a different animal, Jerry. You know, totally. football's a different totally. animal. Yeah. You know, right? It's salary caps. It's this, yeah, that. You know, There's eleven positions on the field. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a different animal. And yep. you got guys like Drew Rosenhaus who. Ten minutes earlier, negotiated some bullcrap forty million a year for a forty-year-old pitcher, okay? And a dope team like the Mets went out and gave it to him, okay? And that's a different story here with football. The salary yeah. caps, <laughs> each position has its value. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. you got to be careful, man. When you, I, I understand you hire these agents and all that, but yeah. you know sometimes these agents could do you in. They can hurt you, man, in a way. And we've seen that this offseason with the Giants. And there's two guys right there I can tell you it happened to. Saquon and it happened to Julian. Julian Love wanted to leave this team like he wanted a root canal. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. on every like he wanted a root canal five days a week. Mm. I'm just telling you, dude. Yeah. But it didn't work out, you know? Um, yeah. And, and don't mistake Joe Shane, Shane's kindness for weakness, bro. Yeah. And he's shown that he could be pretty tough in negotiations. And don't forget, he's only doing this one year, bro. Yeah. But I tell you what, he learned pretty well from guys. You know, he worked with down in Miami years ago, and and Brandon being up in Buffalo, and how to negotiate, and how how to hold your ground, and what you know, this and that, and you know, this and that, and character of guys, and guys you want back in locker rooms, guys you give a little bit more because you want back, and or a little bit, you know, this and that, and 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 you know what, he's got a superstar in Saquon Barkley. And he didn't just fold and say, okay, yeah, we're going to give you asking price because we don't want to lose you. No. Yeah. And then the market came out in March when free agency started, and boom, different animal. And you think about that, Chris. He, he didn't fold even though knowing knowing how much the Maras love Saquon Barkley. Jerry, Let's be honest. They right? all do, dude. And I know I'm not saying John yeah. Maras meddling. I'm just saying it's very clear he loves him and likes him as the face of the franchise. And Shane held his ground, right? Like, no, we're, yeah. we have a certain value, and, and that's and, it. And, and you, know, for, you know, folks, I can tell you this because I, I see a lot of it on Twitter about, oh, John Maris steps in. Oh, no, give Saquon this because I love him. I can tell you this. He was like, Joe, what are we doing, Saquon? Well, you know, we're going to go back and forth. We're going to tag him. You know, obviously, they ran. They tagged him yeah. after Daniel. Um, and and then the numbers. And, and then John was like, oh, okay, okay, Joe. We, I love the kid too, Joe, but you know, you do what you gotta do. Okay? Yep. Yep. And that's the way it ha- and that's the way it happened, man. And, you know, and so don't think, you know, I know a lot of people think John Mara runs his show and he's he's the one running negotiations. No, you know, there's always a few times he is the owner. He's gonna be in, in on every negotiation on what's going on. He's the owner. He signs the checks. But Yeah. And real quick, dude, we're over an hour, but I just gotta bring this up because we didn't bring it up before, even though we talked about it, I think, offline. You know, we always talk about the Mara family and John Mara. And, yeah, he's made some decisions over the years that, that sure. hurt the organization. Sure. But we always said, don't don't ever misjudge him, that he loves this franchise. He loves the yeah. fan base. And I love that he's one of the only owners to stick up for the Thursday night thing, Chris. Absolutely. As, I'm glad you as a season it. ticket holder, Chris. Jerry. You know, I love yeah. that. Love it. Jerry, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Um. I love that John Mara basically told Goodell, are you effing kidding me with this nonsense? I heard somebody whispered in my ear that said that John Mara was 
fuming yeah. over that. Yep. Fuming. He got worded at either he was on an airplane or something, or he found out through somebody else. I, I don't know the exact story. Somebody told me, and I totally forgot where John heard that news when he first heard the news. And he was fuming. Yeah. I mean, Roger Goodell only gives a flying F about money. He could care less about the fans. Yep. He could care less about anything but the almighty buck. Yep. And he bullshits everybody every year with the yep. same old, it's all about the fans. It's all yeah, about right. the... He's so full of crap, okay? Yep. yep. So John Mara was... He called his office saying, how are you going to screw these fans by doing this twice a year when you have... And like John said, you got people out there... I, I know I mentioned this on Twitter because if anybody doesn't know by now, I... I I'm sure they got a gist of it for me. I can't stand Roger Goodell. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty clear. I think I made it clear. I can't stand Roger Goodell. Okay? Yeah. I can't stand the hypocrisy of this man. All right? So when John said that about, because what did John say? Wait a minute. He goes, I got fans out there. When the schedule comes out in May or a month before the game, these road games, they're booking hotel rooms. They're booking this. They got young kids going to these road trips. And now you're going to turn around and say, Oh, no, the almighty Amazon buck says, let's get a better game on a Thursday night. You know, when does it end? And I'm glad, John, I gained even more respect. for. Right. Like you just said, Jerry, like you just said, has John made a ton of mistakes over the years? Yeah. Has John admitted making these mistakes? Yeah. Right. He's not perfect, dude. He screwed up a lot of crap. He screwed up Daniel Jones, and he's the first one to admit it. Yeah. He screwed up with head coaching hires, GMs. Yeah, uh, well... There's a lot of owners have done that, right? Too okay, yep. but anybody doesn't think he cares about the fans, or he doesn't take losing to heart. Right. You're dead wrong. Yeah, uh, and you could come at me on Twitter, Chris, or stop here. PSLs. He he wanted to do PSLs like he wanted a root canal in his head. Right, John. Right. Yep. You think yep. John Madden was happy when when that 30 year waiting list poof went up yeah. in smoke? Yep. Yeah. I'm just telling you, folks. You you don't have to believe me. I know people that are real tight with John Mara, and I find out I, I know a lot of stuff. I If you don't think John cares about the fans, if you don't think he was going crazy, you're out of your mind. You know, and if people are gonna, just going to say, yeah, but he hired Dave Gettleman, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, you know, right, right, right. That you just can't talk. You know, I'm just telling you the way the man is. That's all. And I gained yeah. even more respect for him, Jerry, when he went nuts on Roger. And I heard he went nuts on Goodell, dude. Yeah, I noticed for a fact. He called Roger Goodell. And said, are you effing kidding me? When is enough enough? Right. That was his words to Roger Goodell. Now, I'm not sure if that was on Twitter or not. I know I know, it was all over Twitter. He was upset. I know that. But I could yeah. tell you his words to Roger Goodell was, when is enough enough here? Right. Good. Yeah. And I, folks, you can hate Mara. You can say he doesn't care. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just I telling mean, to you. Move it, to move it to stuff. Thursday, like you said, people make plans. And even... Traveling's bad enough, but just yeah. people who are saying, you know what, on this day we're going to go to the game on Sunday, and then all of a sudden, oh no, sorry to your kid, I can't get out of work Thursday, we can't go to that game now. It's just, it's terrible, Chris. It's so bad. It's, it's so, so crappy. But, people don't have that freedom to just come and go as they uh, please, man. It's yeah, nuts. Jerry, it's it's disgusting. It's terrible. It's disgusting. Because uh, yeah. you know why, dude? Because you were a little kid sitting in the stands with your dad a hundred years ago. I was a little kid sitting in the stands a hundred years ago. And, and, you know, there was none of this Thursday night crap. Remember, Jerry, when we were little kids, yep. there was none of this Thursday night crap. You know, yep. but, but, you know, and that'd be like your dad saying, oh, Jerry, 
we can't go now because it's right. Thursday night, eight thirty. Right. Um, you got school, whatever it might be, right? Yeah, right. Whatever. And the point being, you know, is like when is enough enough? And I'm glad, John. I, I gained even more respect for him. I'm glad you brought this up, Jerry, because I totally freaking forgot about it. And I gained even more respect for John. And I can tell you this, everybody, he was on that horn with Goodell saying that when is enough enough here? Yeah. Yeah. It's the way the schedule lies. If you got three crap games in a row, I don't know what to tell you. You know, right. they, they decided to put Russell Wilson on 7,000 times last year because they thought it was going to be Russell Wilson and the Broncos are going to be phenomenal. They turned right. out to be crap. Russell was crap. It happens sometimes, right, dude? It happens. Yeah, that's the way it is. Luck of the draw. That's, that's sports. Oh, that's well. Sports. Oh, right. well. That's sports. It happens. Yeah. You're making $18 billion a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you got some crack games for the quiet babies and Amazon, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, so you know what? So I'm sorry. I, went, I, I hope I didn't no, go too long. Stuff, enough, dude. No. But that, I'm glad you brought that up, Jerry, about John. Yeah. I'm very glad you brought that up because it yeah. pisses me off. And you could criticize John. You can criticize me. I don't give a frick. I, I could take it. I'm not perfect. John Maris not perfect. You could, But I can't stand when people say he doesn't care about the fans. Right. He's only worried about money. It hit you with the PSLs thing. Yeah. You know, and all that stuff. <clears throat> because it's totally incomplete and not even remotely close to the truth. And, and, and I know, oh, he doesn't care about winning or losing. Dude, winning or losing? I, I'm next to the guy. You pee next to the games. <laughs> I'm next to the guy. Either in the urinal or after right. games. Right. I right. see John after games. When they lose, I see John. He's in another world. He's in another wall. I'm standing right next to walking down to the presses. Right next to walking down the tunnel, going into the presser room. John goes in one way in the locker room. And I go, I'm walk, I could be walking for 400 feet, walking to the presser room, waiting for the post-game presser. And John's in another world. I think, I think it, real quick, I think it was 20, so, 2013 or 2014. I forget what year it was. I was in the press box. They just lost to the Eagles. I think it was 2013. They just lost to the Eagles. And he walked by me, Chris. I actually, I felt like a little kid when the teacher came in the room and was yeah. pissed off at you. I turned around and walked the other way. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it. he it's just looked brutal. like he wanted to kill people. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and look, it's it's brutal. But you know, him and his father have been part of four Super Bowl championships. Yep. Um, I think everybody feels they got the right guy to try to get that fifth one in the trophy case. Yep. With Joe Shane and Brian Dable. Um, look, you know, we'll see. Um, I think everybody pre- feels pretty good about Dave's and Shane, where this organization is headed. So if John whiffed on two or three in a row, whatever the hell it was, you know, I get it. Criticize. Sure, sure. You pay a lot of money. Season tickets. Yeah, criticize all you want, bro. But don't say things like he doesn't care, you know, all that crap and all that stuff. That, that's not even remotely close to the truth, though. So yeah. we'll we'll talk next week probably after Dave. Excuse yeah, me, after Shane's press. Shane. Right. We'll talk about what Dave and Shane said. We'll get a feel for maybe what Joe you know, says that his press about where he might go or, you know, if he tips his hand and he's pretty smart, Shane. I don't know. We'll see if he tips his hand or anything like that. So, yeah, <clears throat> good stuff, dude. All right, guys, to order a subscription to the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-E-R. All right, guys, Sunday's our Giant Days. Take care, everybody. All right, bye-bye, everybody. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.